Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Oh, I'm excited today to talk about the uh, finding your perfect client on Instagram. Shannon, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Shannon and I have never actually had a conversation outside of text message. I feel yeah. like I feel like Shannon, it would have been more appropriate if all we had done is Instagram DM with each other before. That would be great, <laughs> right? All right. So, so, so Shannon was introduced to me by a uh, by a friend of mine named Will Penny, and he sent me a text like, "Hey, do you know who, who's and how do you say your last name, Shannon?" Banjan, a man Banjan. drinking gin. That's the easy way to remember it. <laughs> A man drinking gin. That is an incredible visual that I cannot forget. All right, cool. So, so he's like, do you know who Shannon Manjin is? I said, no. He said, she's putting out all this really good video content and I connected her online. She'd be a good guest for a agent power huddle. So I did a little dive. I'm like, dude, you put out really good video, Shannon. Thank you. It's and a work started- in progress and it's fun. Uh, okay. I love that you, you really do put out good content. And by the way, if you guys don't follow Shannon, go on Instagram, follow Shannon Manjin. And, uh, you say it's a work in progress. So we'll probably dive into that mindset and why you still feel like it's a work in progress, but you were talking offline. You said you're all about finding your ideal clients on Instagram. What does that mean to you? It's trying to attract people that you want to work with. It's like attracting your tribe. And, um, the way I kind of got started with doing video, it was in 2020 with shelter in place. Um, we kind of hit a hard spot in our business. My husband, just to give you my background, I just finished my fifth year as a realtor. And um, right before the pandemic, my husband quit his job as a software engineer to join me full time. We thought it was going to be like an awesome thing. And then um, two months in, the whole market shut down, everything shut down. And, you know, we lost, I lost a lot of my listings, sellers freaked out. I had transactions that were going to close in a week, the buyer lost their job. And so our our whole business just kind of went on standstill, which was terrifying. (laughs) Um, And so my coach, I work with a business coach and she's like, you need to just plow through, focus on building skills. And she's like, what do you want to improve at this time? And so I had a goal. I wanted to do more video and I saw potential with Instagram, but I wasn't really using it that well. And, um, I had maybe like a thousand followers. I'd slowly built up just friends, family, but I was not making money off of it. And so I was just like, okay, focus on that. What are you going to do? So I actually hired a blogger who worked in Austin, just a local Instagram influencer. And I reached out to her and I was like, will you audit my account and just tell me like, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? And so she looked through it and she's like, well, um, I get that you're a realtor and you sell houses, but I don't know anything about you. And I can't tell why I'd want to work with you. And so it kind of hurt, you know, because I'm like, gosh. And I reached out to her. So, okay. So can I just pause you? Because I love yeah. this story. So, so, so when you said it kind of hurt, by the way, most people don't acknowledge those things that it hurts. But like this yeah. is someone that, that, that you paid money and you value their opinion. And like yes. you paid money for this consult, right? Yeah. You value their opinion. And when you said it kind of hurt, how long did it take before you shook it off? Like, did you get into action immediately or were you just immediately? Like, no, I was okay. like, because the reason I picked her was because she was not a real estate agent. I do have like a real estate coach, but I was like, I want someone that's not a realtor at all. Just like a local person that lives in Austin. 
and I want their opinion, like looking at my page, would you pick me? That, and I asked her that. So I kind of set myself open <laughs> for that, that answer. And she's like, I don't know. She's like, there's so many realtors. She's like, I just, she's like, in, in my account at the time was like just pictures of me in front of houses. It was kind of just all same stuff I'd been copying other realtors doing. And so she's like, you need to get your personality out there and also like niche down. And that was my biggest aha moment was I didn't have a niche. And my bio was even just like serving the greater Austin area. And she's like, do you really cover all of Austin? And I, and so we kind of started talking and she's like way out on the East side. I am way out West kind of in the suburbs. And I'm like, honestly, like she would not really be my ideal audience. Like I kind of focus more on the West side of Austin, the hill country, suburbia. And she's like, I don't get that at all from your, from your account. And so she really had me go through this exercise of like, who is your ideal client? Like actually picture them in your mind. Like, what do they do for a living? What is their family like? What are their their interests, their hobbies, all these things and have this picture perfect image in mind. And that's who all of your posts are directed to that person. All your videos are talking to that person. And you need to figure out like, what are their interests, concerns, all those kinds of things. And so, it was, so did, did yeah. she have, did they have a name for that description of the person? Cause I call that a, like a client avatar. Avatar, right? yeah. 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 So, cause, cause that, that makes a lot of sense. So you, they just, the first homework was to get really clear on right. who you're talking to. And that seems like a simple thing. Who's your audience, but it was hard. I mean, I, I had to like really think about it, but, it, and she's like in an ideal world, who are you trying to attract? And so my avatar that I came up with is it's actually a family that I sold and they were like our perfect clients that year. They, they live in our area where I geo farm. So like right around the corner from me, easy sell. They have a big, beautiful home. They're our typical family. They live in the suburbs. They outgrew their home. They had a third kid. They want to move, but stay in the same school district or same area. So that's kind of perfect. Cause I get two sales. <laughs> I'm selling, they're buying, they're still in my little area and I get to keep them as clients for life. And so I was like, that's who I want to attract. So I'm trying to attract families in, in the, the West Hill country. So I changed my bio from serving the greater Austin area to selling suburbia in Austin's Hill country and, um, and helping families transition smoothly to their next home. That's kind of my niche of what I'm trying to do. And then I just started putting out content, like I said, talking to that person. Um, and that was a huge thing because beforehand, you know, my coach was like, oh, there's a video challenge, do 30 videos in 30 days. So you kind of go down a path where you're just throwing out 30 random topics. <laughs> and I wasn't getting like good engagement when I would do stuff like that. But I, after reflecting on that, I was like, yeah, it doesn't make sense for me to do you know, like, should I rent or should I own? My ideal client already owns a nice home and they're not first time buyers. This is already like their second, third home. It's a higher price point. So my topics make more sense. Like, should I refinance or should I upsize? Is it a good, how, you know, how do I move without moving twice? Isn't it amazing how once you got clear on who you're talking to, it became so much easier to create content? Absolutely. And I just started brainstorming, like, what are the things they commonly object to? What are their reasons for not wanting to sell during a pandemic? What are their fears? And I just kind of brainstormed all those things. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to start producing videos that hit those topics um, instead of just random, you know, stuff that I was throwing out. And, and, And did anyone give you a list of questions to ask about this avatar? Like, I remember, I don't know who taught me this, but someone along the way gave me a list of like, ask them, where do they hang out? 
What do they do for fun? What do they smell like? Like, I just remember these random, it's a weird question, but like thinking like, okay, that's weird. What do they smell like? But like, no, do they, do they spend a lot of time thinking about personal hygiene and certain, like, cause you're going to then create content around those things of what they do for fun, where they hang out, things that like are important to them. Like there's things that you're going to craft based on, you want to know in such excruciating detail who you're right. talking to, correct? Yes. Um, she, I, we didn't get into what they smell like, <laughs> but I might've made that one up. What that are they, been it was part of the thing. Like, what are their interests? What do they do for fun? And you know, the, the thing is like my husband, and I live also out in the hill country park too. We don't live in a condo downtown. That's not our vibe right now that we want to be like in downtown Austin. We like the fact that we're kind of out away from the city We can go down there if we want to for a nice dinner. But it's like, we like being more where it feels like you're outside the city. You've got big, beautiful rolling hills, lakes. So it's like people like the beauty and the scenery of that. So I do a lot of posts about that. We're out near the wine country. There's like 50, 60 vineyards, kind of a little further drive out there. So we'll kind of focus on like fun things, parks you can go to, hiking spots, places you can take your dogs. Um, we bought a kayak the last year during sheltering in place. We were just bored. So we started going out to the lake more. And so posting and sharing stuff like that actually also helped us get engagement because people would be like, oh, that's so cool. I tried that park you showed. We went there and I would see my followers all of a sudden posting about the places that we went. Yep. Um, so, you know, that helped a lot too. How long ago did you start this process changing to like who you talk to in your audience? Uh, it was after, like I said, it like April of 2020, like April to, you know, May of 2020. So it's, it's been about a year and a half. Yeah. Right? You've been a realtor for five years, you said, correct? Yeah. And I don't know the answer to this question, guys, by the way, I'm not trying to stutter up either way. Okay. I'm just curious because sometimes it takes a while. Are you noticing any sort of sales being generated? Are you starting yes. to get it? Yeah. So, tell yeah. Me so I started tracking the numbers and we did just, and, I, and I'm, some of this overlaps with like my sphere and my geo farm because I strategically follow neighbors and stuff. But I tried to honestly say, okay, did I get this conversation through Instagram? So I might have like a friend that I know from outside you know, of work and then but they message me through a story I post or whatever. Hey, I saw this video you did and we're thinking about getting a rental or whatever. So I counted through and we did 150,000 GCI in a year after we started that. That's, that came directly that's through. That's fantastic. And yeah. I just want to point this out because I just looked it up because I couldn't remember. Your, your Instagram is, is a Mansion team, correct? Yes. So do you know roughly how many followers you have on it right now? Like 3,700 3, guys in the world of Instagram, that's not thousands and thousands and thousands, but no. what you have is a highly engaged audience, which yes. is so much more important than having thousands of followers that don't care about you. That was the other tip that the Instagram blogger said, because she doesn't have like hundreds of thousands. She only at the time, I think like had like 14,000 or so, but she's like, I kick people off if they, you know, or they're, they're kind of like a dead account or they're salesy or whatever. She's like, I actually remove followers, but it helps my engagement because the people that are there are the people that want to do business with me. And so I kind of kept that in mind that I don't need to showcase like, Oh, I have a hundred thousand followers. I mean, that'd be great. But if I could get, you know, a thousand followers that actually live in my neighborhood and that, you know, want to buy and sell and refer me to their friends, like that's perfection. It's, it's really important because I mean, so much of social media is ego driven. Yeah. Right. 
I got 20, 30, 40, 100,000 followers. Awesome. It looks really cool. How much business is generated? I don't know. I can't track anything from it. Cool. Because they're all people in overseas countries, not to knock overseas, but it's highly unlikely they're buying houses in Austin, Texas, where you live. They're just someone who was clickbait in, you know, Russia. No offense, Russians watching this. That's fine. I'm glad you're watching this, but like you get the idea, right? So so I love what you're doing. It ties into the idea of being really hyper-local, but then- What did you, I mean, you you didn't running paid traffic to these people. This is all organic, correct? No, I did not. Um, The only strategic thing I will recommend for agents, there is a website called How Money Walks and it shows you where people are moving from. Um, So there's some little link in there that you can put in like, who's moving to Austin? Where are they coming from? And then where are they moving to? So I did that little exercise and I saw like a ton of people are coming from Chicago, from LA. Now, right now we're getting a ton of people from the Bay area because of like Tesla and Apple, all these big companies moving over and then a lot from Houston. So at one point I did strategically go through and I searched Bay area realtors, Chicago realtors. And I started following people, you know, in those areas that had, you know, again, active accounts. You don't want to follow someone that's posted twice back in 2020, like pick and pick someone that's an engaged follower that's posting and will probably follow you back. So I strategically went to the cities where people I know are moving to Austin from. And I ended up getting two sales referrals with agents I'd never met. They just started following me back on Instagram. I picked them because they were active and had cool accounts, messaged them. Hey, thanks for following me back. We got a lot of people from Chicago moving down here. Do you ever know anyone? And um, eventually two of them did. One was from the Bay Area, one was from Chicago. And they're just like, hey, I sent my friend your page and um, let's do a referral. And I got them both under contract. Okay, that was brilliant, Shannon. I don't know where this came from, but I've been on a lot of calls and do a lot of these and I've never heard anyone drop that site. I think I might've heard a once reference, never looked at it. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. Is it howmoneywalks.com? I think so, yes. Like, like, like you're not saying many, it's money, M-O-N-E-Y. Money. Yeah. howmoneywalks.com. So I'll put it on the screen. I have it over here. Um, this is the site it's re- and the data is free. It looks like, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is it. So how money walks, you go explore the data. I pulled up California cause I'm in San Diego, right? Yeah. So I saw California you can click by County and we've gained wealth from these counties, which sure enough, that's where most of our people are moving down from. Like that's right. So now I can go with my social and I can create reciprocal relationships with people yes. who are agents in Los Angeles, Orange County, Santa Clara. Correct. Is that what you yeah. went out and you did basically? Yeah. And then I made a video about it to my followers too, which they thought was cool. Cause I was like, where are people coming from Austin? You know, where are people moving from when they come to Austin? I posted about that. And then I was like, the interesting thing was people don't leave Austin. Like what, what was fa- fascinating is Travis County is like our center. So where do people leave from? They're going to the suburbs. They're just moving a little further outside the city to get more land, to get space, to get cheaper houses, you know? Um, but it was kind of funny. Like once they move here, they love it enough that the county, that they go to are just the little suburbs right around it. Interesting. You, you guys yeah. are like a, like a, like a sticky tar pit. Once they, once you hit Austin, you never leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's just beautiful. That's my background behind me. If you can see it, it's just, it's like a little jewel in the middle of Texas. Austin is an amazing city. By the way, the reason we're keeping repeating it over and over again is because if anyone listening has a referral in Austin, now we've branded Shannon man, <laughs> I will never remember, forget that image, right? Shannon man, drinking gin, Shannon yeah. man in Austin, Texas. All right. Um, which by the way, if you're listening is what you want to do. If you want referrals, right. You want to brand your name and your city in other agents' minds over and over. Um, have you made many videos about like, I'm just looking at this data now from how money walks. And if you've got other stuff you want to cover, don't let me go down this rabbit hole, but I just got excited. 
Like you could look at the county people are moving from or the city and make specific content like and repurpose it to YouTube. Do you make videos where you go, hey, here's what it's like to move from, like I would do to move from Los Angeles to San Diego. And I could do a whole bunch of series of videos on moving specifically from LA to San Diego. I'm not, I have, a, so my, my focus this past year was really like the shorter videos. I've been, I don't have a videographer so far. I've been doing everything myself. And I, my goal in 2022 is I'm hiring a videographer to help me with the YouTube side. Cause I mostly just focused on Instagram. I felt like if I started doing everything, I would do it poorly. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to start with something. I know I like Instagram. I was using it personally. And I was like, I'm just going to focus on how to do an IGTV, how to do a reel, like how to do all that stuff. But I see huge value with the YouTube side in the longer form. I'm just, my editing skills are not there yet. So I have like a whole idea of where I want to go, but I need the help on someone that can like shoot it for me, make it look good and put it out there. <laughs> I'm volunteering for you and me to get on a call because I've been making a lot of content, obviously, for the last, and we have a whole media team and creative yeah. team. I can break down kind of what we do in an easy way to systematize it and operationalize it, if that's even a word, yeah. so it doesn't yeah. take up a lot of time. It doesn't cost much. Yes. We'll, we'll talk offline about that or <laughs> even another one of these, we can do it live. But I want to know then, if you're doing it all yourself and you're creating all this Instagram content, are you recording it in TikTok and then repurposing the Instagram? Are you using a different tool? How do you make I all these videos? Um, I just started using it in Instagram. I finally gotten on TikTok. <laughs> so I, I kind of went backwards. I know TikTok was the thing. I was like too old for that. But now I see the value of like, oh, okay, that, this is actually like way more engagement in some ways than Instagram. So I still like, since I learned Instagram first, I kind of make stuff there. The, the other app I do use if I want to add in like little transitions and stuff is Video Leap. Um, a lot of bloggers and influencers use it and it's really easy and makes me feel like it's professional. Um, you can do stuff where you like speed up a video, you can chop it, you can do cool transitions and stuff. And it's for your long form, like TikTok or reels. Um, so I can edit something there and then upload it to TikTok, upload it to, to Instagram. I put the text bubbles in either TikTok or Instagram, because I think the apps respond better and they're not watermarked. It doesn't look, you know, it doesn't do well if you download something from TikTok with a TikTok watermark and stick it into Instagram. Instagram kind of doesn't like that you use their competitor. <laughs> um, so putting it into video leap and then uploading it, adding the text bubbles in, in either of those platforms seems to help. Are you saying, well, and I don't know that program, video L-E-A-P? Yeah, L-E-A-P. Video. Cool. And it's, um, it's an app. I do pay for it. It's like, but it's cheap. It's like $35 for a year. So I mean, affordable. It, yeah, affordable. not a big deal. I've got your, your Instagram uh, feed here. It's like, I just want to show some people examples. Cause I just think they're so cool. Like when you're talking about the bubbles, so you're putting these bubbles on an Instagram in reels. from vid in reels. No, in reels. Okay. It does better. So I'm putting it on in Instagram. Like when I create a reel, I'm using Instagram's text bubbles. Um, I was told, and I, I don't know if it's truthful or not, but that Instagram likes it more when you use their stickers and bubbles. So the, the tip from the coach I worked with was create your videos, put it together and leap, you know, video leap, upload it to reels and then do their text bubbles. And as far as like types of content, um, one of the other exercises was like, how do you want people to perceive you? And you're supposed to come up with like five words. What do you want them to think of you? 
And so I want to be, you know, like an expert. I don't want to be where I'm doing, you know, trendy TikTok dances all day long. <laughs> like my audience is not. Do you do, you do any trendy TikTok dances? I did, no? I've done one. Okay. Because yeah, I'm not I, seeing a lot. Of, I'm not seeing a lot of trendy. T- like you, your, your profile strikes me as fairly professional and fairly like. Yes. Like, yeah. And again, my ideal client, they're like probably in their upper 30s, 40s. You know, they've got a couple kids or whatever. Like I'm not, a, you know, like appealing again to the, like the young, super young teenager, you know, early twenties crowd necessarily out in the suburbs. Um, but I try to do a balance of videos where some are more educational and, and again, talking to my client, like I want to, you want to upside your home, but you don't want to upsize your mortgage payment. Here's two tips. And then I share, you know, a tip like that. Then I will do kind of a silly, funny video on the same concept. You know, so it's it's kind of like making a joke, but I don't want to make it where it's like all jokes and nothing serious. Like I want some substantial value added, but then also blend in like, hey, we have a sense of humor. We're fun to work with. We're down to earth. If people think it's funny, they probably have a good sense of humor and they would be easy to work with, you know, so... I love it. it. (laughs) No, I I love it because you're attracting the people that are going to connect and work the way you want to work and be your vibe. Um, Barbie just had a really good comment in the chat. She said, uh, you know, quality over quantity. So I had a question of how I didn't, I'm not looking at the cadence. How often are you posting these and how much time per week is it taking you to do this? Um, My goal is like one post a day and then do some stories and I'm trying to do more videos. Ideally, I would love to do three reels a week because reels get more engagement. Um, just so you know, if someone hasn't used it, reels get broadcast out to people. So if you're wanting people to discover you, they're a great way to get new followers. So I've had some reels where they've had like over 400,000 views and they've been shared over and over and over again. If you do a longer video like an IGTV that's only shown to your direct followers, they're longer. Most people have a short attention span. So they assume that if someone already follows you, they probably like you and they're more likely to sit through a minute video, minute and a half. Um, and so it's good to have a little bit of both. So my my goal, and it's it's not perfect. I mean, I'm still trying to kind of structure things, but is to do like one long video, like one IGTV. It'll get easier once I have my videographer. Um, and then like three reels, those are easier to put together. They're, you know, they could be 10 seconds, 15 seconds. Um, and then do carousel posts. Those are ones where it's just photos, but you maybe do like three or four photos in there and people are more likely to click and engage with it. Um, but the goal is like one a day. And again, thinking out the captions, you know, I, I, another easy takeaway was to just put a call to action at the bottom of each of your captions. Um, and the coach, it, it was kind of one of those dumb moments, but she's like, if you don't tell people what they're supposed to do with your post, they're not going to do anything. They'll click a like button because they might like you, but they're not going to do anything. So she's like, if you want them to comment, then you need to tell them, comment below what you think of this or drop a question about blah. And she's like, and then they will do that. <laughs> but she's like, if you don't tell people to comment, they're not going to comment. You know, so, I mean, like I just picked one randomly. You can oh. tell me the better one to pick. So here's one of your yeah. videos, right? Where this is your your what you've written here. This is probably a pretty good template. I'm showing where you've bullet points. Yes. I are using emojis as bullet points. It's nice, it's easy to read. And then at the bottom, you say, let's take another look at the opportunities for you. Click the link in our profile to book a 15-minute phone conversation. That's your call to action. That's it. So I have a link. I'm using a, a thing called Linktree. This is my husband and I. He's my partner again. We did this to a Tom Petty song. And so they're singing um 
¿verdad? I love it. It's, yeah, so it's we try fun. to do little music videos, but again, it's educational because there was like this window of time where I had buyers that just got the life beaten out of them in the spring and there was like 30, 40 offers and they're just like, I can't do it. And so I was like, all of a sudden we had inventory and things kind of like slowed down a little. We went from like five days of inventory to a month, which felt like, oh, okay, I can breathe. So we started calling all these, you know, buyers and I was like, we should make a video about this. And I, I don't know how I think of lots of music videos, but I heard that song on the radio and the, I've given up, I've given up. And I was like, okay, we should make a video about buyers giving up and how I'm like trying to pull them back into the market. So, so, so I, I've never really used the Reels creator tool. So is that song built into Reels? Like, was that built into Yes. Okay. Um, so another like lesson learned when I first started, I like brainstorm. I listened to tons of music, watched way too much MTV as a kid. So I have like all these ideas and I'm like jotting down, I could do this and that. I'm going, going off my playlist. So one time I made, I had my husband act out this thing, we put it all together. And then I go to upload the song and I realized the song was not an Instagram because they either the the record company didn't allow it or the artist didn't so i like wasted all this time you know a couple hours like putting all this stuff together i was like oh, it's gonna be awesome and then song wasn't there so check the song first go into reels search music make sure it's actually in there because that's part of instagram's copyright is um you have to use their songs. You're limited. It used to be 30 seconds. Now you can do up to 60 seconds yeah. on it. So just kind of keep that in mind. It's a competitor's tool to TikTok, right? And I don't know if the songs yeah. are the same or different, but that's why like, they're slightly just creative, different. Yeah. They're just creative, creative tools. So I never, that makes sense though. If you're going to go deep in Instagram, don't repurpose a TikTok video and take it to Instagram, like build it in reels. Cause the algorithm is going to favor that video guaranteed. Right. right. Yeah. And I learned that too. I took a, I, you know, I made something, I put it in TikTok cause I was like, okay, I'm going to learn TikTok now. And then I uploaded it and it kind of bombed. And I was like, why? You know, and it was, it, and it was like, well, cause you got the TikTok watermark all over it. So it didn't do as well. And that's why I'm like, all right, I have to just upload the video and then do it separately. So, so we, so we have about three minutes and then we're going to wrap it up. I can talk yeah. to you for hours. This is fun. <laughs> I love it. So, so my, by the way, I used to work at MTV. That was my background. So okay. I, I, when you say I used to watch a lot of MTV, I worked there for a couple of years in marketing. Um, how many hours a week does it take you to do, to do an, a post a day, like roughly? Probably, so for a post, I mean, it, it will probably take me an hour, I would say to an hour and a half. That includes huh. some creating time. And then the, the hardest thing is like writing the caption. Like I really have to kind of think how do I want to word this? Cause I want it to not just be like, here's a video, buy a home. You know, it needs to actually have like some thought to it. And then the other part is the engagement piece, the follow up. So anyone that comments, like I will go in strategically and like try to comment to all of them back. If I get a new follower, I message them. Hey, thanks so much for connecting. Oh, I see your friends with so-and-so. Do you live in Austin? And try to connect to it. So I look at new followers as almost like people that walked into an open house and I'm not going to just ignore them. Like I want to be like, Hey, nice to meet you. Where are you from? You know, try to talk to them and get in the DMS and spend some time because that's where the business happens. It's not like on the comment section, but it's like people message me and then I start interacting and then you end up getting an appointment. So I, I treat it like open house time. I, I love it. And is that all wrapped into that hour, hour and a half or is that yeah. extra the engagement too? 
Yeah. And it's easy to get sucked into it. I actually put in, uh, there's screen time. I put a blocker on there that if I've spent two hours, it's like time to shut off Instagram. I'm like, okay, but, it, but, it, but that's, but that's your prospecting time. You're wrapping in sure. something you enjoy. Cause yeah, you're, yeah. I can tell you, you have a sense of creativity. So you're wrapping in something you enjoy with making a post, writing the words for it, which are all part of it, not the video, it's the words, plus doing some prospecting all yeah. in an hour and a half a day. And it generated 150,000 yes. today. And that's going to scale. Right. Yeah. As you combine that with like, you know, I don't know if you talk to Will Penny much about how he puts his people into a private Facebook yeah. group. And then you have some other hyper local content and you're going to add your YouTube piece. Now, and as you build and build it, it all feeds on each other at right. almost no cost to you. Your margins are. Amazing. It's just the time commitment. It's not a money thing. I haven't paid for ads and stuff. So I'm like, Hey, if I can work two hours a day and make 150,000, that's pretty good. You know? Yeah. Um, can I, can I show you before we run out of time? I dropped the link sure. in, the, in the zoom chat box and I'll, I'll send it to you directly. Yeah, I noticed you don't do a lot of carousel pictures, but you said you're doing more of them. If you want to hire a graphic artist and have them steal from a style, this is my favorite guy for doing Instagram carousel style images. Do you know okay. Christo? No, he, I do not. So he is a, a graphic artist. He is incredible. So such a simple style. Yeah. You see this on the screen, but like, oh, this is in the carousel one. Uh, is it? No. But um, if it look at- It will have the little square in the corner. Yeah. I, I just clicked on the wrong one. So like the top one percent principle, okay. it's everyone is just like a whole lecture and just very simple things. Yeah. I think this would suit your brand and the way that you- explain and elaborate in a simple style, but yet very professional. You could do, yeah. obviously this is more numbers based, but um, check that guy out. I think you'll like okay. what he very does. Cool. It's really cool. Well, any, any last thoughts you want to leave people with today? This has been really fun. I, I love this. Um, so my biggest tip also, people are like, how do you come up with these ideas? So my biggest tip is do not follow only other realtors. Like, because then you end up being that copycat mentality. And then sometimes you, you're like your worst critic. So I'll see someone post something. And I'm like, oh, that'd be great if I posted that. And I'm like, no, I don't want to copy them. So co find people that are in a completely different industry. Like who you like, go to the reels and explore it. So I have like comedians, dancers, you know, actresses, like people who I just think are funny and I like their energy. I'll hear something that they do. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool song or a cool idea. And then apply it to real estate. And that helps you come up with stuff that's more, it's, it feels original, but you took inspiration from someone else. I, I love it. I, I love the cross-pollination of ideas. Yeah. Shannon, um, Lisa, who's on here, she's with us. Uh, she's our executive producer of Agent Power Huddle. So I'll have her schedule a, a time for you and I to talk offline if you want to talk about the, sure. uh, the video production stuff. And then we'll schedule you on one of these again. This is awesome. Thank you so much. This was fun. And guys, if you have anybody uh, that's moving to Austin, you know who your, uh, your go-to is. <laughs> All right. Thanks everyone. Have a good day guys. Bye everybody. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the agent power huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the agent collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.